Oh, there's a kitty. Hello, kitty. This is this is Donnie. He wants to sit on my lap because he, you know, knows how I'm busy doing something. So now's the perfect time to sit on me. And we don't have enough cats in this podcast, so it's it's great to see him. This is sheer isolation. It's presented by Kieran Moore in Trowbridge and John Ponting in Cricklade. Hello, everybody. Welcome. This is sheer isolation. This is exciting because I'm, I'm joined this week by Kieran Moore in Trowbridge and I'm John in Cricklade. Hello, Kieran. Welcome back. Hi, John. Sorry about last week, mate. I just did not have it in me to record a podcast and all the rest of it. I think it's fair to say that the government's four week delay really gave you a lot of headaches as well, a promoter. Yeah, obviously the Frank Turner show got postponed and it's quite stressful when you're working with another organisation, especially especially like you, when you lose control. And obviously the cheese and grain are brilliant at what they do and they just take it over and, and crack on. And I have to sort of somewhat surrender it and say, yeah, you know, tell me what's happening. And sometimes, you know, I find out the new dates that that was fine, but I didn't I didn't know about the announcement until after it was announced. I got people inundating me with messages and I'm just like, I can't cope. It's just too many messages. <laughs> I can't cope. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, that got postponed. That is really annoying. And to be honest, John, I'm not, not optimistic. They're going to say, yeah, that's fine in August, in all honesty. It's only four weeks. The rate's probably only going to go up. All I can see them doing is saying outdoor gigs are fine, carry on. But indoor gigs, I think they'll still be having issues. So I don't know what's going to happen, but it's causing me a great deal of grief. Oh, bless you. It's okay. We, um, took, we waited so long. Everything looked brilliant. And Mark David, actually, he's um, MVT, Mark David of the Music Venue Trust. He's the head honcho there. From the very beginning, his language has been about doing the right thing, staying safe, all that kind of stuff. And over time, it's progressed to the point where, like, the government have been saying, like, this is lockdown, that's it. And David has always said, but what happens afterwards? We need to get back to the point of where we were. To this point in time, even now, that's not being talked about. You've just perfectly um, gone over one of the points I raised last week, is that when you're not there, I really have to fill and talk a lot because you just (laughs) rant for so long about absolutely anything. And I have to cut so much of what you say out. (laughs) I missed you last week. (laughs) Sorry, me me and Tom, we we, we did fine. We we did well. Grasslands. Tom was Grasslands, isn't he? His Musically, to me, he sounds like sort of like the Postal Service, Flaming Lips, Modest Mouse-ish, that kind of vibe. And I really love that. For, for people who uh, aren't familiar with, with the show, we're here to promote the local music scene across the west of England. We'll be playing a couple of tracks. We've got a guest coming up. Let's go straight into our track, Kieran, because I, I believe we've got a, is it a new track from All Ears of Owl? It's a brand new track from All Ears of Owl, and it's called Asleep at the Wheel. And if you're familiar with All Ears, All Ears of Owl, They've gone from being this really technical, funky, almost, almost, but not quite metal band, like really quite chunky and heavy and gutsy. And they've been getting their pop on. I don't know how to describe it, but they've become really accessible. They were always accessible, but really poppy and accessible. And it's just brilliant. Um, They're such a talent. They're unbelievable. But this is a track called Asleep at the Wheel, and it's brand new.
Okay, that is Asleep at the Wheel from Swindon-based band All Ears Avow. I think we were going to move on to product placement. Uh, I got a credit card recently, I got a new one, and I've just gone drastic with the plastic. I've bought loads of vinyl from Awesome Merch and from Alcopop and all other places. So I've got loads of merch inbounds. I'll let you know when it arrives. Is this a new credit card by any chance? It's a new credit card, yes. <laughs> Who was silly enough to give you a credit card? And three grand. I mean, three grand limit. I mean, that's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, three <laughs> grand isn't yours, remember? <laughs> well, technically it is. I just got to pay it back. For In... only £5,000, you can have £3,000. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> OK, time for us to move over to our interview then. And uh, this week we are joined by Sally Snail. Not sure if that's a real name. We're going to find out. We'll find out in a minute. <laughs> From um, who organises gigs at Trowbridge Bandstand, I believe. She's a friend with Phil Cooper and she said to Phil, look, I'm looking to do some gigs. Do you know have any advice? And Phil Cooper said, speak to Kieran. At the same time, she was talking to Trowbridge Town Council and I was talking to Trowbridge Town Council about using the bandstand for events. And because Sally and I basically want to achieve the same thing, which is putting on events on the bandstand, I said, well, how about we just team up and do it together? And for people who don't know the Trowbridge Bandstand, we're not talking about a little piddly cast iron hexagonal structure. It's a it's like a little mini festival stage, isn't it? It is. It's very much like a mini festival stage. It's one of those. I have a feeling they're those domes you used to get at the seaside that would would hear the sounds of planes and it would amplify the sounds of planes. So you could hear if they were coming or not. So you could hear them before you see them. It feels like one of those domes. Um, I don't know if Trowbridge was extensively bombed, but um, (laughs) maybe I don't know. But that's what it looks like. It's an amazing building. It's an amazing space. It's really well presented. They've cleaned it up and painted it all. And it's got this lovely mosaic of all the things in Trowbridge that are brilliant. So we're going to perform, or somebody's going to perform in there in the summer. I'm really excited. Let's get on with that interview. <laughs> Sally, is your surname Snail? No. <laughs> Do you want to tell us why you're called Sally Snail? <laughs> Nickname from school. Oh, bless. Amazing. I was late for everything, you see. <laughs> <laughs> Just briefly, tell us what it is that you do. I'm a care worker for people with learning disabilities and provide support for them to live in their own home independently. And so, um, you must have the yeah. patience of a saint. You do have to at times. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. It is also, as they all say, it's, it is also very rewarding. But yeah, sometimes you do have to have the patience of a saint. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Well, talking of rewards, let's talk about your your vision and what you're trying to achieve with these events on the bandstand. Tell me how that came about. I have had a community group for 21 years called Starry Eyes. That all started during the late 90s. I was a town councillor. At the time, we you know, we joined various committees and my interest being in the arts, I joined the Carnival Committee. Well, oh. we happened to be coming up to the millennium, which was the year 2000, and there hadn't been a talent show in Trowbridge for 11 years. I said, why don't we re- resurrect the talent show for the year 2000? And, and at the time, Stars in Your Eyes was the a big TV program show. where you involve the audience and you get the audience vote. We started putting together a talent show and that's how Starry Eyes came about because we were doing it in the same format as Stars in Your Eyes. Anyway, my friend Andrea, who was part of these shows and was an extremely talented person behind the scenes with doing props, uh, makeup and all that sort of thing. We used to have this standing joke backstage, don't mess with her prop table. 
So <laughs> <laughs> she worked for Alzheimer's for many years in Trade. Right. Yes. And it's a real passion of hers. Anyway, she contacted me not very long ago to say that she'd had horrific news. She'd gone to the casualty with a really bad headache. They were going to send her home with some treatment for a bad headache. And it turned out that she ended up being scanned and things and found that she had all these tumours. It's all meant to be, I think, because she moved away to Sheffield. Right. And Andrea contacted me and told me she was in Wiltshire staying at her daughter's. So I contacted her to see if, you know, she was reachable. And it turned out she was only actually in Laycott. So we all went over, met up with her. Basically, Andrea said, when we were talking and reminiscing of all these things and the shows that we've done together, I said, is there anything I can do for you? She said, if you can raise as much money as you can for Alzheimer's support, I'll love you even more, she said. (laughs) I said, well, it can be done. And because of all the sick of bad news, all these things have happened. So we don't want this to be an unhappy thing. We want this to be a happy thing because as soon as we start started working on an event, ideas come streaming in. Of course they do. She's full of ideas because she's doing fundraising for Alzheimer's as well. So I got onto the Starry Eyes Committee and said, look, you know, we need a boost to do something. You know, we need something yeah. to aim for again. Let's do this. Then we thought about COVID and we thought, well, outside is the best idea. The You're- bandstand <laughs> is the best idea to go for because... If we're, you know, we're doing an outside event, it shouldn't be too bad. I think I think your timing there was impeccable because I was personally talking to Stuart Powman about using the bandstand for events and how we can engage the community and how we can reach a broader cross section. And you came along uh, completely out of the blue to me was like, Kieran, I want to do these events. And I was like, <laughs> we've killed two birds with one stone. Boom, let's do it. <laughs> well, this is actually what's happened with Selwood as well, because... Um, Grace, she's new for Salwood and she's got gets a, she's got six months to get some community events going. Basically, they've said that they will there was two ways they could fund us. They wouldn't yeah. sponsor us. Yeah. One they could give us a lump sum, so, you know, about five grand or whatever. Or we could use it um as and when we needed it. Well, I thought that the Salwood thing, because it's about getting their community from their people living yeah. their housing involved. Yeah as and when would be better so we can do the community events, help them set up clubs, do some maybe some starized events, do fun days in their areas, and then get those people to put something together to come and do on the bandstand, bandstand. at the event. So what kind of thing are you? Uh, do you think is likely to be presented on the bandstand? Are we talk, we're, obviously, there'll be hopefully some singers and some dancers. Is there anything else? Andrea was involved with the theatre, more than music, she was um, involved in theatre. So basically, I'm hoping to get some um, her theatre members from the Athenaeum. They're talking about coming over to put on Bad Girls. Oh, live cool. In the bandstand. It promotes what they do. This is what I want to do. I want to get everybody that, because of the lockdown, everyone's crying to get out and get things going again. The community has kind of lost the ability to communicate yeah so by doing this i want to try and bring everyone out of the woodwork so that people who are entertainers can get out there and promote themselves people who belong to other theater groups or whatever can get out there and promote themselves 
people from school groups, community groups, or just ordinary people that wants to come up and sing because they enjoy it. And they can come to Starry Eyes and do some practicing if they want to, and then um, put them out. If anybody hears this and wants to get in contact with you, how would they go about doing that? Um, Well, they can contact us on our Facebook page, the Starry Eyes original. And there's my email address is a.jointeffort at mail.com because it is a joint effort. That is fantastic. I think what we're going to do and achieve is going to be brilliant. I've already got the feeling in my bones. I know exactly the sorts of people that are going to come and they're all going to be chomping at the bits to get performing and and in front of people and and families and friends. We do need that. We need people to be able to come out. We need music again because music is so important. It is. I've always said it's the best communication tool ever because it doesn't matter what your um, nationality is. People can communicate through music. It's a level, um, isn't it? You don't it? need to know a lab language. You can communicate through the music. With Alzheimer's, the old songs that, you know, was part of their genre can bring memories flooding back. Yeah. When I was doing the um, care homes, I was actually entertaining around the care homes, and I did a lot of people with dementia. One day we were there, and I, I knew it was a care home. What I didn't realise is that, it was a dementia home and right. all the people we were singing to actually had dementia, but I didn't realize because I'm just doing my thing, communicating with them, taking the mic round so that everyone could have a sing uh... get to join in. And it wasn't until I looked around and I see this lady's daughter sat at the table crying. And I, I thought, Oh gosh, you know, what have I done wrong? And she looked, she said, I'm so sorry. She said, it's just so wonderful. Yeah. See my mother interacting like this. She said, I've not seen it for years. Amazing. And so one of the things Story Eyes has done is to kick this lot off is to um, donate uh, £700 to the Alzheimer's support to buy a, a new jukebox for hey. one of their centres. <laughs> That's cool. So, so they'll be able to listen at any time. The day centres are so important. Yeah. The reason we've chosen Alzheimer's support is because everything's localised. Alzheimer's Society yes. goes into a big national pot. This one will be for the people in our areas. Do, do you guys have any, any actual bookings for the bandstand yet? Has anything, anyone been confirmed? Is there any dates in the diary? One of my old Starry Eyes artists, Nikki Davis, she's in bands and she also does solo. She has agreed to do the 21st of August. I've got somebody come forward who does Punch and Judy so we can have some seaside entertainment. So they're going to do the um, Punch and Judy. Um, Another band who um, is a friend of mine, Susie Ryan, she's going to try and get her band along, but she's going to do solo. My own granddaughter, Lauren Medway, has a band and she's hoping to bring that one along. I know Lauren. I know Lauren. Yeah. Yeah, that's really lovely. um, so, yeah, we're hoping to get her band in. Yeah. I think you've also got uh, Kirsty Clinch in the lineup, haven't you? She said she was on standby. I've got quite a few people on standby. I'd need some confirmation so that we can of course. organise people. But so far, most people are um, available for the 21st, which is the last day in August that we I can do it. We was going to help try and do a fate, actually, in the park that day so that everybody can come along. With, it doesn't have to be music then. There's, there's, they can have stores. It could be cooking. It could be 
crafts. One of my friends, Asia, she's part of Starry Eye. She's a singer and she's coming along too to sing. She belongs to the Turkish community and she's got some people interested in coming along to show their cooking skills and also henna arts. And cool. I think she's trying to get hold of somebody she knows who's a Moroccan singer. So we're looking for lots of diverse um, entertainment as well so we can get everyone's um, sort of multicultural um, things. I love it. Right. I just want as many people as possible to come forward. I'd rather make, you know, extra dates than not have yeah. enough people. Yes. Life is a journey. If you teach your mind to love you, people cannot temper your path. You can be a queen, a king, but without releasing your inner warrior, you will never succeed. Shallow water holds you back, only holding and satisfying so much of what you desire and need. Yet the ocean is full of dreams, hopes, visions, opportunities. Why settle for the shallow when you can have a whole ocean of waves going up and down, up and down? This is what molds you stronger. Fall, get up. No one ever failed falling. They only failed when they stopped trying. I know every bad situation is exhausting, yet I know when the water's running low, we should take it all back and go. Go to the ocean and find yourself. Be the warrior I know you are capable of being. Fight for your sanity and gain the rewards of happiness. Easier said than done, you say? Time. Give yourself time. I come from some dark places and still found my oceans again and again. Tell yourself daily, I am not worthless, lazy, crazy or insane. I am real. I am me. I am proof all things are possible. I am my warrior. I am my own hero. And I will find my oceans. Go.
So that track is from Kirsty Clinch. It's called Water Running Low. And she has got a, an incredible Insta account. She does some really, really lovely shots. She does. She's very photogenic. She's very good with the eye and knows where she's going and what she's trying to achieve. That song is a really good example of what she does musically. But the video itself is incredible. She's, she's able to make what feels cinematic on what is effectively a shoestring budget. She is an absolute talent. This idea about the government paying for festival insurance is back in the news. In particular, Peter Gabriel's been kicking off about WOMAD, which is a, a really big Wiltshire festival. He's not sure it's going to be, a, be able to go ahead, and he's citing the, the fact that he doesn't have this backup pot of money. Yeah. A lot of people probably don't realise this, but the in- insurance industry gets a massive injection of cash from the government. And what that allows the insurance people to do is effectively underwrite events to happen or, or safely happen. So when Reading and Leeds or Glastonbury or wherever go ahead, they have to have this insurance in place. And without the money in the industry, insurers won't, won't underwrite anything. And so I think it's only about £10 million. It's not like a huge amount of money that gets injected in, but it's enough that without it, these events can't happen. And so far, this money has not been forthcoming from the government, which is actually in 2003s cited it as a reason why they couldn't go ahead. Um, same with Arctangent, they just can't get the insurance. And incidentally, the events that Sally was talking about earlier, about the bandstands, that also requires public liability and event insurance. I was trying to get it today, and I can't get it. I require a callback for them to talk to me about details and particulars. So actually, it's very difficult at the moment to get insurance from anybody, um, even, even for one-off bespoke events or even for 20 events inside a venue. It's very difficult. Um, and now WOMAD is look, looks like it could be the next casualty. But as ever, it's like, like, when will this end? It could well be next year at this rate. Yeah, definitely. Tell you a wonderful thing that happened to me at the weekend, John. I did the music under the auspices of the Village Pump. The Village Pump did the music at the Inox Market in Trowbridge. Um, it rained a little. It was Father's Day. It was football. So the, the turnout wasn't great. However, who did come had an absolute whale of a time. Um, the market itself did quite well. I had some lovely food. My friend, Aiden, who does the Balama, he played again. 
one of the ladies, one of the merchants there is a Turkish lady who sells T-shirts. She does like really cool bespoke T-shirts with like really cool graphics on. She wept. She actually cried because of his playing. He went up to her. Yeah, he had a chat with her after. She, she went and found him and said to say thank you and that. And he, he introduced her to me. And she said, that, you know, I've lived in Trowbridge 14 years. And this is the first time I've seen or heard any music from my home country. And I miss it so much. This is truly beautiful. This is wonderful. And, you know, that makes a difference to people's lives. And that is why we do music. It's absolutely incredible. And if you are a performer and you're in, in this area, and your music is not from this area, if it's from your, your roots or from any part of the world, do get in touch with it. If we're underrepresenting your style of music, get in touch yes. isolation at gmail.com. We'll play it on this show. Kieran will book you for a slot. Thank you for listening, everybody. We will be back at the same time, same place. Don't forget you find us online, on radio, wherever. Wherever you're listening to us, there are more places to find us. Always more places. Yeah. Take care, y'all. Little bit, Kieran. See you later. Bye.